Alhamdulillah. 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 Nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiruhu wa nu'minu bihi wa natawakkalu alayhi. Wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina man yahdihillahu fala mudilla lah man yudlilhu fala hadiya lah wa nashhadu an la ilaha illallah wa nashhadu anna muhammadan abuduhu wa rasuluh fa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam tasliman kathiran kathira amma ba'adu فنعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم فقال الله تعالى في القرآن الكريم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اصبروا وصابروا ورابطوا واتقوا الله لعلكم تفلحون صلّى الله عليه وسلم. My beloved brothers and sisters, we praise Allah. We thank Allah. We praise, we thank, we lovingly appreciate Allah, and thus we say, Alhamdulillah. Nahmaduhu. We praise, we thank, we lovingly appreciate Him. Wanasta'inuhu. We seek His help. Wanasta'afiruhu. We seek His forgiveness. We believe in Him, and we trust and rely upon Him. And we seek refuge with Allah from the wrong within ourselves and the wrong actions in our actions. And whomever Allah guides, none can misguide. And whomever Allah lets astray, none can guide. And we bear witness that there is no ilah but Allah. There is no master but Allah. We are servants to none but Allah. There is no God but Allah. And we seek from Allah to shower His blessings upon His servant and messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And many more, and many more. And my beloved brothers and sisters, even though it's been a while since I've stood here, I ask you the same question I ask every time I stand here. And that is for me to take a look at myself, for you to take a look at yourself and ask, what is changing? This is especially appropriate because we're coming at the end of one of our calendar years. I should ask you how many of us know what Islamic year it is, but we'll save that for a different quiz. But we're coming to the end of one of our calendar years, 2016. And this is the time where we speak about New Year's resolutions, looking back and looking forward. And as you and I know, people will begin to party and lose their minds just a few blocks south of here. And we will try our best to stay away from that, inshallah, inshallah, inshallah. But my beloved brothers and sisters, the same question I ask. Take a look at what is happening in our society. Take a look at what is happening in our relationships. Take a look at what is happening in our heart. So the inauguration will be taking place in a few weeks, and there are many people who are very much full of fear of what will be happening. You and I know that you and I don't know if we will be here a year from now. Allah knows best. But you and I also know that Allah Ta'ala will not give us anything that we cannot handle. I remember sitting in a conversation, conversation with, uh, with Palestinian Americans as well as black Americans, and there the conversation was, what can happen to us that hasn't already happened to us? So for some of us, perhaps the situation will not change. But nevertheless, what will be the case for us a year from now? Only Allah knows, but Allah will not give us anything that we cannot handle. And on that note, I think about the younger generation, the life that you and I are giving to the younger generation, the life that we're giving to the younger generation in our homes as well as in our societies. I will say, speaking as a teacher to many of them, 
that their lives are collectively more difficult than our lives were. Maybe each and every one of us has many, many difficulties, but the population, the world that they face, is a lot darker than the world that you and I face. The challenges that they face are much greater than the challenges that you and I face. And the easiest way to understand is that we didn't have the internet when we were children. And think about all that is available on the internet in terms of what it can do to a person's mind. Whether we speak of things like pornography or the challenges to Islam itself and what that does to a person who is exploring without someone to guide them. And so think about this, especially when we look at the political situation, my beloved brothers and sisters, that sometimes I think that perhaps that generation Allah Ta'ala has made stronger than us just because their challenges are bigger than our challenges. We often speak of the millennial generation as a bunch of spoiled brats. Some of them are, but so are some of us. But the point is, my beloved brothers and sisters, there is no indication to think that life is going to be easier in 2017 than it was in 2016. And there are many indications to think that life will be more difficult in 2017 than it was in 2016. But again, the promise from Allah is that He will never give us anything that we cannot handle. And that is something that you and I need to remind ourselves of. This is something I need to remind myself of anytime we're in struggle. But bring it closer to home. What is the condition of your relationships? Look back a year ago to now. Your relationships, my relationships with our friends, our relationships with our family. Are we tighter with them today than we were a year ago? Or have we grown further away from them than we were a year ago? This is something that I control at least halfway and they control the other half. And you and I know that if we speak and fail to our relatives and friends, they will probably forgive us. If we make promises to them and we fail, they will probably forgive us. But if we are rude to them, then it becomes harder to forgive. If we are obnoxious with them, then it is harder to forgive. But if we can't control our anger with them, Anger is one of the biggest problems in our society, whether we speak of Muslims or non-Muslims. One of the biggest problems in our society. It's fire. And what does fire do? It keeps trying to burn and burn until there's nothing left to destroy. So if we are losing our anger, our temper, with our friends and our family, there's only so far they can go before it starts becoming destructive for them. So my beloved brothers and sisters, so many people come to me with issues of anger. Let's take a look at ourselves and our anger. What was it like over the course of the past year? And let us also remind ourselves that one of the cures for anger is shukr. One of the cures for anger is gratitude. Where anger is like fire, gratitude is like water. And what does that mean? That if I can be grateful for what Allah Ta'ala has bestowed upon me from the depths of my heart, then it is water that is putting the fire out. But that takes effort to become grateful. It's easy for me to say, yeah, I'm so grateful for this, I'm so grateful for that. But then when I get tested, I forget everything. So what was the condition of my anger over the course of the past year? Every one of us has anger. I have anger. Every one of us has anger. This is something that we all have to work on washing out. But then bring it closer to home, my beloved brothers and sisters. In the condition of your heart, what is your relationship with Allah Ta'ala? Looking today, looking at a year ago, where have I improved? Have I improved in my salah? Both in terms of the quantity as well as the quality. Can I say I have improved even a small amount? Because whatever that amount was is most likely what I will see in a year from now. Unless I take control.
self. We've shared before the narration attributed to Rumi, where he says that the human self is like a wild animal that you must domesticate, you must take control of it and domesticate it. And so, has my salah improved? Every one of us has space to improve in our salah, whether we speak of quality or we speak of quantity. Has my fasting improved, whether it is within Ramadan or outside of Ramadan? Has my charity improved? And this is the same question I ask in every khutbah, because you and I know you can even give charity to the imam right now by smiling. And usually there'll be two people, mashallah, here there. Shares. My beloved brothers and sisters, what am I saying? These are things that you and I control. And thus, even closer to our heart, what do I think of when I think of Allah Ta'ala? We all say when we think of Allah, we think of Rahmah, we think of mercy. But when I'm hit with struggle, let's say in the moment of a car accident, when I'm hit with struggle in the moment that someone is yelling at me, when I'm hit with struggle, when I find out I've lost my job, or I've lost this amount of money, or somebody in my family has died, or somebody in my family is sick, that's when I really see, what do I think of Allah Ta'ala? And what did the Prophet do when he was hit with struggle in those moments of struggle? He goes straight to Turaqa of prayer. Because what are you then doing? First, you're getting yourself out of the situation, and number two, you're putting your face in the ground to Allah Ta'ala. So what am I saying, my beloved brothers and sisters? Last year, I had control over myself, and what did I do with it? Next year, I have control over myself, and what do I do with it? So this is a time when we speak of New Year's resolutions. We speak of renewing our niyyah, our intentions. So pick something in your salah to improve on. Whatever it is, even if it's just two extra rakah a week. And I'll tell you this from my own experience, it is much, much easier to make your five per day than it is to make one. Because when you're making one, that's what Shaitan is trying to knock you off of. If you're seeking to make five, then he's trying to knock you off of one of them. And it is even easier to make your five with sunnah than it is to make your five without them. And it is even easier to make your five with sunnah and nafal than it is to make even one per day. Try it if you are not someone who is already doing it. Because when you make it to make your goal, that at the time of Dhuhr, I will not just do the Fard, I will not just do the Sunnah, I will also do the Nafal. Number one, Shaitan's task is much greater, he wants to knock you off of the Nafal. But then there's a satisfaction you get in your heart when you've completed the whole thing. And as you develop that satisfaction of your heart, that sweetness of your heart, you will want to do more. And so the real question I'm asking my beloved brothers and sisters is not so much how much duty have I served to Allah Ta'ala, how much duty have I served to my family? How much duty have I served to my society? The real question I'm asking is how much love do I have in my heart today versus a year ago? But you and I know there are so many words for love in our tradition. We have so many poems in all our different back home cultures speaking about love. But then when it comes to practicing it, somehow love falls out of the picture. It stays on the movie screen. So what am I saying, my beloved brothers and sisters? How much love do you have in your heart? And deeper than that, how much longing do you have in your heart? And so the way to think about that, many of us have lost people over the past year. Many of us have lost relationships over the past year. Many of us have done very big wrongs over the past year, and Allah Ta'ala forgive us for that. But think of that longing that you feel, the hole that you feel in your heart, and you turn that to Allah Ta'ala. You make all your du'as, to Allah with that belonging. 
And that becomes a much more sincere prayer to Allah Ta'ala. Because you're speaking from that emptiness, from that pain in your heart. And every one of us has that for one simple reason. Even if I lost nobody in the year. Even if I didn't do anything wrong in the year, SubhanAllah. Even <laughs> if I've not suffered anything in the past year. Because there's a part of us, there's a part of me, there's a part of you that is not from this world. Which means there's a part of me that will never be happy in this world. There is a part of me that will never find completion in this world. And that's the part where you try to connect to Allah Ta'ala with. So now let us take a moment and ask Allah Ta'ala for forgiveness from that longing within our heart. We express our praise and gratitude to Allah Ta'ala. We seek blessings from the Prophet So my beloved brothers and sisters, what is it that makes it so hard for me to improve my relationships? What is it that makes it so hard for me to deal with difficulty? What is it that makes it so hard for me to get closer to Allah? Now keep in mind, I'm speaking to a crowd of people who left work to come here in the middle of the day. So already you're above the flock. MashaAllah. But you and I know, what is it that makes things difficult? It's my love for dunya, it's my love for myself. Those two are essentially the same thing. My love for dunya, that I want to work and work and work and work, not because I need to, just because I want to get more. Or my love for myself, that I want attention upon attention upon attention. This is one of the challenges, especially for the younger generation, because of how much social media they have, where look at this photo that I've taken, look at this joke that I've made, Look at this photo that I've taken with all these other people, selfies. Love for the self. So imagine you have an arrow in your heart. Either your, your arrow is pointing to the world in front of you, or it is pointing to yourself. And our goal is to make the arrow point to Allah Ta'ala. So one way to do that is to develop love in your heart. And the deeper way to do that is to really find that longing within yourself. When we stand for Salah, as you're making your intention for Salah, Try to find that longing within yourself. Where is that pain within yourself? Where is that emptiness within yourself? And turn it to Allah Ta'ala. Because He knows exactly that pain and longing that you and I share. Because the one thing He has given us that He doesn't possess, Allah Ta'ala, for whom is the skies and the earth, the one thing He doesn't possess that you and I have, the one thing that I have that He does not have is need. And so when I am entering into Salah, direct my need. When I'm making du'a, don't do it hurriedly, do it slowly, do it with relaxation, and talk to him from the need in your heart. And that will be much more sincere than my other prayers, but I should still make my other prayers for him too, anyway. So what am I saying, my beloved brothers and sisters? Make it a goal that when we are here, inshallah, a year from now, that I can say that I've improved on this aspect within my salah. I've improved on this aspect within my fasting. I've improved on this aspect in my charity if all I had to give was a smile. Because you control this. Shaitan wants you to feel like you have control over nothing, especially when you get angry. You control this. Shaitan wants you to feel like you have control over nothing, especially if you have no money in your pockets. But one of the gifts of our tradition is that I can be someone who has nothing in dunya and still reach the top level, the top palace of paradise. I can be someone who has everything in dunya, and it doesn't mean that I'm excluded from the 
top levels of paradise. Because when someone, Allah Ta'ala, gives wealth to someone else, he's not taking anything away from me. When Allah Ta'ala gives akhirah to someone else, he's not taking anything away from me. I earn my path. And many people celebrate the birth of Isa salam or the projected birth of Isa salam a few days ago. And I remind you of one of my favorite teachings in our tradition of Jesus, peace be upon him, when he says, look at all these people who are working so hard for dunya, but it is already provided for them. And they're not working for akhirah, which is what that they have to earn. So with that, my beloved brothers and sisters, I remind you of what Allah Ta'ala tells us about the Prophet Muhammad in the Qur'an. And the simple translation is, indeed, 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 Allah and his angels send blessings on Prophet to shower your blessings upon the Prophet and upon his family and upon his companions and extend the blessings and peace upon them. Our Lord, our cherisher, our sustainer, our trainer, grant us the best of this life and the best of the hereafter and protect us from the fire. O turn our hearts, turn our hearts to your obedience and make our foothold firm against those who reject you. And please do not make us a test for those who have rejected you. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amna yasifun. Wassalamun ala al-mursaleen. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Aqim salam. Allahu Akbar.